So we are celebrating a mystery of faith that lies at the very foundation of all other teachings on faith. We believe that God is one. But the beautiful thing is that although God is one, he's not solitary. We have come to know that God is a mystery of three divine persons living eternally a communion of self-giving love. And we have been made in the image of this God, which means that you and I are most fully ourselves when we are living self-giving love. You probably noticed this icon when you came in this morning. And if you haven't had a chance to look at this, after Mass, make sure you come close and admire the beauty of this sacred piece of art. This icon was written by a local artist, Father Jim Perkle, the pastor at Mary, Mother of the Church. And he based it on the work of another artist, Nick Markell. And he took something he did and adapted it to his own version. This is an icon of the Holy Family. And the reason why providentially receiving this icon for this weekend, the church teaches us that the family is an icon of the Trinity. That the family is to be a communion of self-giving love. Notice that in this icon, and again, make sure you come up at the end of Mass, that Mary and Joseph are looking at Jesus. The whole icon speaks of communion. But notice that Jesus, there's a chalice in front of him. Mary and Joseph are holding the chalice, and the hand, the pierced hand of Jesus is coming out of the chalice, which represents not only is Jesus with us in the Eucharist, but when we receive communion at Mass, when Jesus expresses this self-giving love, giving us his body and blood, this communion creates and nurtures the communion of the Trinity in us. We receive communion in order to live communion. And this is so important because we know so keenly in our lives 
the effects of sin. There can be selfishness instead of self-giving. There can be disharmony in families instead of peace. There can be pain and unhappiness instead of joy. There can be division in families instead of unity. There can be loneliness instead of communion. So the grace that we receive in the Eucharist directly from the self-giving love of Jesus is so that we can express the same self-giving love. This is my life, my body and blood, given up and poured out for you so that we can say, here's my life that I want to lay down and pour out for you. And what are some ways of expressing this self-giving love that is given to us in the Eucharist? Here's just a few examples. And I'm sure you could come up with many other examples. For example, random acts of kindness and generosity. I am always deeply moved by these. When we do this, it says, I'm thinking about you. You matter to me. Father Mike Cregan has this in spades. I live with him at St. Joe's Rectory. He saw me drinking a beverage the other day that I just loved. Two days later, a case of it is sitting on the steps. What that said is, when I was at the store, I was thinking of you. You matter. Another beautiful example is affirming the good in others. We all know how easy it is to be negative, how often we focus on the faults and the weaknesses of each other, and then it blinds us from seeing the good. So to affirm the image and goodness of God in one another, this is so important. St. John Paul II said to a whole stadium of youth, you are not the sum total of your sins. You are the sum total of God's love for you. Tied to this, A fruit of the Eucharist is to have Christ's merciful gaze on each other. That when I do see the sins or the weaknesses of another person, I form the habit of praying for them, not judging them, of encouraging them, not criticizing them, of bearing in my love their struggles. What a difference that makes. Another fruit of Eucharistic love is to show to each other what's called delight love. As in the first reading, it says, God delights in us. You know, for God to be with us, it's not, okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'll spend a little time with you begrudgingly, 
No, God delights in looking at us, in being with us. And delight love says, I love you not because of how you make me feel, not because of what I can get from you. I love you for your own sake, because you are special. Deferring to each other. (laughs) We all have likes and dislikes. I have my preferences. I got plenty of them. But to defer to the other, to do what they like, maybe to avoid what they dislike, that's love. And it helps to form communion. And we all know how important forgiveness is. And my dear friends, we got to keep working at it because we know that we can brood over injuries. We can harbor grudges. That does not build communion. We need to forgive and forgive and forgive 70 times 7. We're never done working at forgiveness. Meals without distraction, oofta. Technology has made this challenging. You know, to put that phone in a drawer so I can't even feel it vibrate in my pocket. And this says that to be with you is all that matters right now. I want to be completely, fully present And I don't want anything in the way because you're special and all of me is for you right now. Instead of waiting for the next text or whatever we're doing these days, right? And the last thing I'll mention, hospitality to strangers and that we would initiate it How many people we just walk by in a given week, but to to show some gesture that tells them, you are my brother, you are my sister, we're family, and God is our Father, and I see you, I notice you, a smile, a greeting, an act of kindness, hospitality to strangers. My dear friends, let us not just receive communion. Let us live communion. And by the grace of Jesus Christ, let us reflect the self-giving love of the Holy Trinity. Amen.